Good morning, everybody. Uh, it's good to be here. That was great. Thanks, Nathan. It takes a special type of person to run a youth group, and you got to be just a little bit crazy. It's, I love it, though. God bless you and the youth group and Sunday school. Amazing. And welcome to our visitors. It's good to have you. As you know, Dean's my first cousin. His, his dad and my dad were brothers. Both are with Jesus now, and... Um, and uh, it's really good to have you guys here. And as you know, um, this is Jesse's last day here with us. My son Jesse's here, and he's going tomorrow morning. So uh, make sure you uh, bless him and pray for him. And he's got a big journey ahead of him. And Chantal will be with us a little bit longer. And I see Brother Richard's here. Hello, Richard. Yeah, welcome. Good to have you here. And all our visitors everywhere. Um, I, mean, I, I know it's already just about time to finish church, so I'm not going to keep you very long, I promise. <laughs> I feel like some people are going, oh, no. Now i got to have a preacher. Okay, let's uh, one more time. I just want to pause and just ask the Holy Spirit to lead us in this Holy Spirit and Jesus, Lord God Almighty. We love you. This is your service, and ask that you bless the word to our our hearts, our lives, our, the soil, make us good soil, good ground, Lord. We can receive it and take it in and that it can grow in us. And we pray over um, each of our lives, Lord, that the, the blood of Jesus over us uh, protect us from the evil one. And thank you for fulfilling your purposes for us in this life. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I was talking to the Lord and he put it to me this way. Tell the people about my gift, remind them about my gift, because I know we all had some gifts, a lot of gifts, and God, given, God has given us a lot of gifts, and one of the gifts is the gift of salvation, and it tells me, make sure that we remind people to get saved. This is so critical, because nothing else matters if you're not saved. You can live your life, you can go through life, you can do a lot of things, but the gift of God is eternal life, where we all know John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And this life is not nothing that you've, you've done. No one can, can work for it. You can't work for it. It's impossible. It's the gift of God. So you can all be sure that you're saved. In Romans, I just want to look at Romans 10, 10, 19. And if you don't know how to get saved, this is really important here, and it's not really hard. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you've been made right with God, and it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. And as the scripture tells us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Salvation is the gift. So I'll, I know we're finishing the year up, and one of the things that, that the Lord wants you to do is to be sure that you sort this part of your life out with him. 
And it's not hard. Believing is not that hard. So that's one thing that we have to do. And I, and I want to remind you about, well, I was just thinking, talking to my lovely wife, Annie, this morning, Anthony Hopkins, Kane West, Justin Bieber, all these people, they have, they have everything in life, but they still were unfulfilled. They had, it didn't mean anything. It was not enough. And then they all turn to the Lord, and all of a sudden the Lord fills them, and they, you know, they get saved. They, they believe in Jesus, and they realize that the truth of life is that the Savior is Jesus Christ, and without him, it's a rather empty life. So this person here is either getting saved or they have a lot of troubles. I like the first one. I think everybody ought to get on their knees every once in a while and, and come to the Lord and do it in your closet. Do it with your friend. Do it with yourself, your family, whoever. But the thing is, is that when you are saved, the next thing the Lord tells me is that, because I did pray about this, I said, Holy Spirit, I just say what you want to say. And the thing is, is that when you are saved and if you have troubles, it doesn't mean God doesn't like you or God's punishing you. The biggest thing that the devil does is tell you because you're struggling and because you're having some hardship that God is mad at you and God hates you. God doesn't like you. And so I wanted us to be reminded about our special brother, Apostle Paul. And I love the scripture. It's not my first time I read this for you. But let's look at 2 Corinthians 11, 24, 28. Five different times the Jewish leaders gave me 39 lashes. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. Once I spent a whole day and night adrift at sea. I have traveled on many long journeys. I have faced danger from rivers and from robbers. I have faced danger from my own people, the Jews, as well as from the Gentiles. And I have faced danger in the cities, in the deserts, and on the seas. And I have faced danger from men who claim to be believers but are not. I have worked hard and long, enduring many sleepless nights. And I have been hungry and thirsty, and I have often gone without food. I have shivered in the cold without enough clothing to keep me warm. Then besides all this, I have the daily burden of my concern for all the churches. Did God love Apostle Paul? Absolutely. Did he do all kinds of great things for God? Absolutely. Wrote most of the New Testament that we have in our, in our possession today. Was he the only one that suffered like this? No. They threw Apostle John in the boiling oil. Peter, I think all the disciples were, were murdered by wicked men. Many. Now, we even told you last time that 250,000 Christians every year are still being persecuted. Does it mean God doesn't like them? Does it mean that they're being punished? I don't think so. So the other warning that as life goes on and you're living and you think, why, is all the, why are all these things happening to me? Well, I don't know for sure exactly why. 
We don't really know why all this happened to Apostle Paul, do we? Not really. But I know for sure that Apostle Paul was loved by God, and God loved Apostle Paul. And Apostle Paul loved God. And I love God, you love God, you love God. So when times come in the new year, and it's not that great, don't think God doesn't like you. And this is the promise here, Proverbs 3, 6. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. So in every situation, every time you're in a situation, I say, and I say what I do, I, God, I just give this to you. I don't know what's happening. I don't have to be in control of everything. But I know the promise that if I bring it to you, that you will get yourself involved in it because of my faith, because of your faith in the blood of Jesus. We talk a lot about the blood of Jesus, how the blood of Jesus is always before God. And when God looks at you, he looks at straight through the blood. And that gives him the, well, God can do whatever he wants, but he likes to look through that because then he can come into your life. That's the mercy seat. The blood of Christ is the mercy seat. And God said to Moses, I will meet you at the mercy seat. God's promise is that he will meet you at the mercy seat. And in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. The next thing that the Lord tells me is that to remind the people that in all these things, you are more than conquerors through Christ that loves you. So let's look at Romans 8, 31, 39. What should we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up, as, gave him up for us, as, us all, won't he also give us everything else? Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one, for God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one. For Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us. And he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us. Can you imagine? Because I like to, like I know the Lord is the king of the universe. And I know we understand that he's in heaven and he's sitting at the right hand of God. But break it down so that your mind can understand this. Imagine the queen of England thinking about you and concerned about you. It's almost unheard of. It's like no one, even, even if you even meet somebody of status that even knows you, all of a sudden you feel a little different. But we're talking about Jesus Christ. We're talking about the master the un of the whole universe is interceding for each of us by name. He calls the stars by name. They come out of his mouth. The word says that the stars are breathed out of his mouth. He calls them each by name. He's counted each hair on your head. He knows every little thing. Psalms, Psalms tells us that God's interested in every detail of your life. 
Somebody said to me, oh, God doesn't really think about that about me. I said, no. I said, God said, I'm interested in every detail of your life. Can anything separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he had no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity? We already know that that's not true. Right? Even apostles saying this. Are persecuted, are hungry, are destitute, are in danger, are threatened with death. As the scripture says, for your sake we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced, Apostle Paul was convinced, so should you be. So try to convince yourself of this, that nothing can ever separate you from God's love. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, demons, neither fears for today, nor worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love, no power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's a, that is something that we are some privileged people, aren't we? To have that in our life? That's incredible. So remember Romans 8, 37, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. The love of God is beyond understanding. The Bible says that we can't even get it in our brain. It's impossible. We can't understand the love of God. Through him who loved us more than conquerors. So be encouraged. Be encouraged in this this is another promise. Now, keep growing. We have a really good position in Christ. Actually, if you know your scripture, it says that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. And as he is, so are we. God sees us as Christ. He sees us through his blood. He sees us through his life. So we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord. Isn't that something that we all could pray about and ask for? And your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. And all the while, you will grow as you know, learn to know God better and better. Growing is so important for us. We also pray that you'll be strengthened with all his glorious power so you will have all the endurance and patience you need. May you be filled with joy. Always thanking the Father. He has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in the light, for he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son, 
who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. You know, I remember telling you, I hope I, that you might remember this. Do you know that God gave Jesus a gift when he went to heaven? When he was resurrected from the dead, he says he went back to heaven. And then what is the Bible? The Bible says that God anointed Jesus with the oil of joy above all others. Jesus Christ is the most joyous person in the whole universe. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Joy is in your mouth. Joy, 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 joy. And you can ask him if you need some. Lord, out of your storehouse of joy, which is unlimited, can you just give me some joy? I need some joy in my life. Depression is one of the biggest problems in the Christian church today. Why? I don't know. But the joy of the Lord is your strength. You wouldn't think that your joy and your strength would be connected. But if you want to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, we need to get a little joy in our life. So this is it. We're there, 2019 finishing, 2020, our 2020 vision coming up. 2021, 22, life will go on. Life will go on for us. Some of us will, you know, make it to the, the next one. Some, you know, life goes on. But remember Apostle Paul said this, leave the past behind, it's a brand new year, make it count. One thing Apostle Paul said, one thing I do, forget in the past. I press on toward the mark of the high calling of God. We, it's hard for us even to remember yesterday. So don't let the mistakes, the problems, the issues, the concerns of 2019 tag along with you as you go into the new year. It's a new year. It's a new time. It's a brand new year, make it count. I am the new year. I am unspoiled page in your book of time. I am an opportunity to renew your allegiance to him who said, behold, I make all things new. If any man is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Isn't it really liberating to know that all our mistakes and all our troubles and things can just get washed by the blood of Christ? And he can change things for us? This is a great, great position that we have in Christ to look for a new, whatever your desire is. So this is it. Ultimately, what we want for you as a, a ministering team and, and, a, and all the work that goes on here and the meetings and the people to keep trying, keep trusting, keep believing, keep growing, and heaven 
We'll be cheering you on today, tomorrow, and forever. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I'm your friend, Jesus says. I'm your friend. Friend of sinners, it calls him. Savior of the world, Emmanuel. Gifts, joyous, powerful. And whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Who has the power to save us? Who can save themselves? Nobody. But the name of Jesus Christ, apply it to your life. Take it in. Take it into yourself. Apply it. Lord, I want to be saved. Lord, I don't want to have to struggle. I want to trust you. I want to believe in you. I want to keep trying. I want to keep growing. I want to keep trusting. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. So as, the, as we enter the new year, this is it. We had some good times this past year. We had some challenging times. But it doesn't mean God was mad at us or God changed his opinion about us. God sees us through the blood of Christ. Take the gift. You know the gift? You have to either receive it or you reject it. It's the gift of God. What happens after your salvation? Well, that's a different story. We'll talk about that a different time. But the gift is the salvation. You can't do anything. You just have to receive it. And the last thing God says forever, I will never, ever let you go. I got your back. You know, when I take Annabella's hand, my little granddaughter, and if I'm walking with her, she's holding my hand. But I'm holding hers a lot more than she's holding mine. And even in your walking across the road, the child may be holding the parent's hand, but the parent's holding the child's hand a lot stronger to make sure. God is never, ever going to let us go. So we trust him and believe in him and continue on. Let's pray together. So band come up and we'll finish our service this morning. It's so good, God. It's so good to just trust a God that is amazing, marvelous, um, all-powerful. We thank you that even your word teaches us that even us having faith in you is, is your gift to us, that we can have faith. We thank you, Jesus Christ, for every person that you have talked to here. We pray for those that don't know you now at this particular time that we could not take one more step without giving your life and giving our lives to you. Encourage us, Jesus, with your joy. We know that your limitless joy is there, so we ask you to fill this place with joy. Fill our lives individually, collectively, our families 
our church family with joy. We ask, we know, Lord, that you said that if any man delights in you, that you will give them the desires of their heart. So we pray that you would help us to delight in you. We thank you for salvation. We thank you even for the trials and the troubles and the things that come upon us. Help us to just bow to you in those times, Lord, not to give up, not to feel like, like we have no hope, but that we would continue to reach in and say, praise the Lord for you are good and your mercy endures forever. We thank you for your word. It says we are more than conquerors through Christ who loved us. Thank you for your great love for us, Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, lastly, that we can keep growing. Pray that the seed of the word would grow on good soil, come up and we would spring forth good fruit, Lord. The fruit, Lord, of the spirit. Righteousness, peace, joy, long-suffering, patience, all the great things you have for us. Lord, forgive us. We ask for forgiveness for the past year, times when we let you down, or when we let each other down, we let ourselves down. Help us not to be bound up by Satan. We just rebuke him in the name of Jesus and plead the blood of Jesus over us. So we can start again now. We have a new year. We thank you for the new year coming. Thank you for the years gone by. We give you thanks, Lord, and all this we pray in the mighty, powerful name of Jesus that saves us and has rescued us from all eternal damnation. And we love you, Lord, and ask all this in the Lord Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.